1: With SummerSlam coming up, we have details on Brock Lesnar's status with WWE. Plus, Billy Corgan has given us an update on the National Wrestling Alliance. For Friday, July the 17th, 2020, this is your Cultaholic Wrestling News.
0: That is the most extraordinary roster in the history of this industry. Drew McIntyre, compared to all of them, is that special. You know who else was special? The Rock, who got laid out and beat by Brock Lesnar the first time Brock ever went after that title. You know who else was special? The immortal Hulk Hogan, whose blood was wiped across Brock Lesnar's chest like some medieval warlord conquering the past. You know who else was special randy couture you know who else was special shane carwin john cena they were legends they were hall of famers they were icons that stood above all the other icons and at the end of the day when they got into the ring against a once ever athlete like brock lesnar you know what happened they ended up like everyone else not so god
1: special but just when will I see you again? SummerSlam is a little bit up in the air at the moment not entirely sure how this is going to shake down lots of plans as we've talked about this week have been thrown to the wall with regards to what we were going to see at the big show in August it's going to be part of the lineup in Boston big live event coming to Boston now happening at the performance center and a lot of plans have been torn up now Brock Lesnar was one of those names that was banded around in terms of doing stuff at SummerSlam. Uh, Dave Meltzer from Wrestling Observer has uh, said in the newsletter this week the following, Lesnar is not scheduled for this year's SummerSlam show. One of the reasons he put over Drew McIntyre so strongly was because he was not coming back any time soon. Which uh, therefore puts to bed any ideas that Lesnar might come in and do something around SummerSlam. Uh, There was there was talk that there would that might be a thing that happens um but what with everything now coming out of the performance center i would imagine it's just a case of there's there's no desire to bring Brock Lesnar in for those shows cuz lesnar's very much somebody that uh, does good money at a live gate for a wrestling show and when there's no live gate Don't bring him in. Uh, So we won't be seeing Brock Lesnar on WWE television for quite some time, by the sounds of it, at least until things start to get back to normal. Possibly a showdown with Drew McIntyre at WrestleMania 37. If I was putting my fantasy booker hat on, do something uh, that marks the one-year anniversary of Drew beating Brock, that would suggest Drew has a one-year title reign, which I'm fine with. Be nice to see. Uh, In terms of what we will see at SummerSlam, both sides seem to be pointing to Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton at the moment, uh, which would be a ha- match that has a lot of history behind it. We've talked about it on previous podcasts. So we won't labor on it. But in terms of an update for Brock Lesnar, doesn't look like he's going to be part of WWE for, uh, well, for the foreseeable. No plans to come back any time soon. If
0: you want that match... I'm ready for... Ask. <laughs> my partner. <laughs> I want to face you. I want to face you. Please? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Please? Yes, yes. That my dream. Yes. Please, please. Wow. Yes, yes. We're Kabuki Warriors. Yes. Yes. Oh please, please, yeah. Please. Yeah, yeah. I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready for it. it.
1: (laughs) We've mentioned Kairi Sane recently here on the podcast. There was some discussions of Kyrie returning to Japan and becoming a WWE ambassador over there. Uh, some of the stuff that has been talked about by numerous sources has been backed up by Tokyo Sports, uh, which has a good track record for this sort of thing. And Tokyo Sports say that Kairi Sane is set to return to Japan as early as next month so she can be with her husband. Uh, the Tokyo Sports article also says that Kyrie Sane got married back in February and has been speaking very openly with friends and colleagues about wanting to return to japan now it doesn't seem like kairi sane is going to be leaving the company however uh but she may very well become an ambassador for the wwe so be over there and sort of help relations in japan with wwe we there were plans this year to expand into japan obviously all those plans have gone to the wall because of covid so if they were to pick up those plans again next year having somebody like Kyrie sane over there uh, as, a, as a as an ambassador for wwe would do uh, great things for them in terms of sort of how she's going to go out we uh, there was the segment on raw talk this past Monday that has certainly leaned towards the idea of Asuka versus Kairi Sane. Uh, Tokyo Sports believe that an announcement from Kairi Sane uh, is going to be made on or before SummerSlam. Which would suggest that maybe we get a showdown between Kyrie Sane and Asuka for the Raw Women's Championship at SummerSlam. With Kairi Sane leaving soon after seems like a a great way to bow out of the company if that is the way that you are going to go. But there's now multiple sources reporting that Kairi Sane set to leave WWE and become an ambassador in Japan. Meanwhile, New Japan Pro Wrestling have had a marquee week. Uh, It was the weekend of evil dominion that a lot of people are still talking about. And in terms of when these plans were put into place um this this has been in the works for quite a while according to the wrestling observer newsletter who quote some thought evil winning the cup and the title was just gado replacing jay white who hasn't been brought back due to travel restrictions with evil but we're told months ago that this was scheduled to be a major year for evil so it's probably the existing plan Togo, who is now 50, started his career with Gado and Jado and Jado in the old Universal Promotion in 1991. Now at the time known as Sato, uh, with much of the Bullet Club overseas, Gado gave the gimmick a renewed push and added Evil and Togo and giving Takahashi a big push for a program with Okada. So that gives you some indication there of Uh, where New Japan's planning lies. It was certainly a shock to the system to see Evil uh, beating Okada. A phenomenal match with Okada and then beating Naito for both belts at Dominion. It's been quite the time for Evil in New Japan. Big weekend of wrestling coming up as well. Not just the horror show at Extreme Rules on Sunday, but Slammiversary goes down tomorrow. The most hyped Impact Wrestling show for quite some time as 20 plus names have been teased to be making an appearance at the show. Uh, We've gone through all of the people teased pretty much on the Cultaholic YouTube channel. Uh, You can watch that video right now and we gauge the likeness of everybody uh, that is teased by by Impact Wrestling uh, coming in for Slammiversary. However, we may have at least an in for a tag team at Slammiversary, as the Rascals, Desmond Xavier and Zachary Wentz, have an open challenge uh, for Slammiversary. This was breaking news from Impact's Twitter yesterday. So, this Saturday, uh, the Rascals throwing down an open challenge to any tag team for a match. Now, the bookies' favourite to accept this challenge is Gallows and Anderson who have rumoured to be signed with Impact Wrestling already, a contract that allows him to go and work in New Japan a little bit more. The other favourites to make an appearance at Slammiversary and accept this challenge is the artists formerly known as Hawkins and Ryder, aka Brian Myers and Matt Cardano, who have both been in some way teased with July the 18th. For Brian Myers, it was featured on Slammiversary teases for a split second and for matt it's a uh, new pictures emerging of him with the old internet championship that he used to carry uh, lots of teasing of july 18th all around the board but gallows and anderson and hawkins and Ryder, both the most likely to accept this open challenge we will find out together adam pacitti is going to be doing a live stream reacting to impact slammiversary on saturday night you can watch along with him on the cultaholic youtube channel AEW take back control of the ratings on a Wednesday night. 788,000 viewers for Fights for the Fallen up against NXT, which did the worst numbers. It's done since May at 631,000 viewers. Uh, not uh, a great outing for NXT, but it was up against uh, a big marquee show for fight, uh, from AEW with Fight for the Fallen. Uh, So comparatively, you can see why people have gone that way. It was a, it was a good run while it lasted for NXT. Tony Schiavone didn't make it to fight for the Fallen though. We have some details on why. It looks as if uh, the COVID test results didn't come back in time for Schiavone. We don't know whether or not he has got COVID nineteen but there was a delay in getting his results confirmed, so they thought better safe than sorry, best take Tony off the show and have him sit this one out. He was replaced by Taz in hour one, and Chris Jericho came up to light up the commentary desk in hour two. Now, WWE has applied for the trademark for Intercontinental Championship. This is something that they have had in their company since 1979. But they've decided only now to to slap a copyright sticker on it. Now, not quite sure why this has come about, but we're very aware, of course, that New Japan uh, has the IWGP Intercontinental title, which may or may not be uh, part of the reason why they've done that. If we're going to get back into having the conversation of WWE's expansion into Japan, they might want to stop other companies having Intercontinental champions, if that is the case. The meeting of the Cauliflower Alley Club has been postponed. The official statement is as follows. Due to the COVID-19 pandemic and the safety of our reunion attendees, along with the Nevada State C19 Protocol, we've postponed the 55th reunion, which was scheduled for September the 21st to 23rd. Our 55th reunion will be now taking place for April the 25th to 28th in 2021. Discount rooms will be available for those who have purchased reunion tickets and have a pass key code. Uh, from April 21st to 28th. The Gold Coast Hotel and Casino will automatically refund existing room deposits to your credit card. So, If you're going to the Cauliflower Alley Club gathering in September, you should have your money back soon enough and they'll see you in April. WXW in Germany have given an update on their plans. It looks as if uh, things aren't getting back to normal as quickly as they hoped. Uh, the Catch Wrestling Festival Tournament has been moved from September... Uh, to september next year they've also moved their hamburg show for august 28th to the 20th of november they've announced that they'll be taping another season of shotgun and shortcut to the top a shortcut to the top which is their version of the royal rumble you can buy virtual tickets for these events now they put out a statement that said that they they are very unlikely to be doing shows with an audience anytime soon and there has been some restrictions uh, on venues that they can run even with no audiences there they can't book larger arenas with the amount of spectators as they would expect without losing money so uh, they're recording a second season of shotgun 2020 and there will be a shotgun to the top show that airs very soon as well Tonight on SmackDown, Alexa Bliss, according to WWE.com, will be rolling out the red carpet for a marquee edition of A Moment of Bliss. Uh, the identity of her special guest remains a mystery, but promises to have the blue brand a buzz. Alexa Bliss is guest uh, a top secret. Now, hack theory on this. I've seen a few people tweeting something similar. Uh, they've been sharing a lot of photos of AJ Lee on uh, their social platforms lately, including Dolph Ziggler, who has a nice photo with him, AJ Lee, and Big E. Maybe AJ Lee? Putting that out there. (coughs) The Last Ride is finished as a series, but we are getting one bonus episode. One more match for The Last Ride, if you will. Uh, Undertaker, The Last Ride, Tales from the Dead Man, is premiering on the WWE Network on Sunday. They say get ready for some incredible behind-the-scenes anecdotes from the man himself as Undertaker recalls stories about the origins of his character, his experience on an infamous plane ride, and even that time he fought the Godfather over a hat, all accompanied by never-before-seen animation. Don't miss the return of Undertaker The Last Ride as Tales from the Deadman premieres this Sunday, streaming immediately following The Horror Show at Extreme Rules on WWE Network. Speaking of the network, WWE is moving some programming to another service. Well, it's not moving it from there, but it's it's sharing it. Uh, NBC's new Peacock streaming service, uh, which was considered for a little while to be the frontrunner in a deal to buy uh, WWE pay-per-view shows, like Buy the Big Five. Uh, they've announced that they're going to be having more than 100 hours of WWE programming starting in August. Now, it looks as if it's going to be shows that have already debuted on the WWE network, stuff like the Steve Austin Broken Skull sessions, uh, compilations of like the best of John Cena, the best of The Rock and stuff like that. Uh, it's building um it's it's building up a, a base of WWE programming possibly leading to hosting some more in 2021. We will see. And Billy Corgan has commented on rumors about the closure of the National Wrestling Alliance. Raven went on to Hannibal TV and said that there was talk that Billy Corgan was shutting down the NWA, saying that he was disillusioned with wrestling at the moment. Corgan has gone on to his social media platforms and said the following. Quick note about the National Wrestling Alliance, which I fought for and won ownership of a few years back. We are not shutting down. So please disregard any and all rumours to effect. The NWA is not and will not be for sale. And those talents who are under contract remain under contract for a reason which is that we at the NWA are trying to figure out a way to provide our great fans with wrestling content in a very, very tough environment. And most importantly, keep our talent safe and the standard of production you've come to expect from us at a high level. Anything less, in my opinion, is unacceptable. So yes, appreciate the interest, appreciate the chatter, but don't appreciate the unsourced rumours and speculation. NWA power continues at some point. I'm excited for whenever it comes back. Check out Cultaholic.com right now for the five most surprising pro-wrestling world champions of recent years. Uh, following the success of Evil uh, Dominion in New Japan, we've uh, chronicled some big names who surprise us by winning the big one. And a brand new episode of the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast will be on the YouTube channel later today with Matthew, Jack and Ross breaking down this week in wrestling. This bloody week in wrestling. Uh, Adam Pacitti will be on the YouTube channel tonight as well, live streaming his reactions to Friday Night Smackdown. You can join him on the youtube channel a bit later on tonight i will speak to you on monday don't forget to join us love you bye hey it's danny pellegrino from everything iconic ready to upgrade your style
0: game without blowing your budget check out quince they've got all the good stuff shirts and
1: polos activewear and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands and the best part